Welcome in to episode 97 of the Train with the Best podcast and in honor of episode 97, number 97, even though he currently wears number 57, Lorenzo Alexander, original host of this podcast, will join us in just a few minutes. One man gang 97, as he's so known. Yes, right. I'm Craig Hoffman. Chris Gores. And we wanted to talk off the top here. I was listening to a podcast uh, the other day uh, with a guy who on, on Instagram and everything is known as Hunter Fitness. Um, I can't remember his actual name, which is why all of you out there listening, looking for marketing advice, should use your actual name as your Instagram handle. Uh, <laughs> no, or, but people still think my first name is Trainer. Right. Like, case in point, <laughs> although I think there are worse things to be called. Right. You're Trainer Gores. Okay, hey, cool. Hunter Fitness. Yeah, so Hunter Fitness. And uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff. He's a mobility specialist, FRC certified, uh, is big into that. Ken, one of the guys in, in, who found, helped found Ken Stretch, from what I understand, uh-huh. about his bio, which is, which is all really cool stuff. And there's a lot of cool stuff about joint mobility. And he's not one of these guys that just thinks mobility is going to fix everything. Um, so that was nice to hear that his combination yep. of mobility, strength training. But one of the things he talked about that I thought was real interesting that I wanted to hit off the top real quick was what foam rolling accomplishes and what it doesn't. Because I think there's this idea that it's, it's self-myofascial release. And uh, yep. the reality yep. is, is that we've, we've learned now rather definitively that it is not, not self-myofascial release. Right. You can pick it up from here. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I'm curious what. So before just, I, before so I just, share more on the things that I heard and the things that I think, I'm, I'm curious what your. So Craig, d- Craig dropped this on me like 40 seconds ago. Yep, so I'm, correct. I'm not necessarily prepared. But here's what here's what we know about. You are prepared because you're smart. That's your preparedness. <laughs> Here, here's my here's my take. So here's what we know about myofascial release. It takes a thousand pounds of pressure per square inch to manipulate muscle tissue. One thousand pounds. And guess what? You're not getting that from a foam roller. Right, so you're not going to get that. Uh, you are if you put a house on top of you. Yeah, maybe if you put a house or like if, if it's per square inch, like you could get in there with the dry needle. You can actually do stuff yeah. like that, right? But like, there's there's so much pressure that has to that you have to put into the actual muscle fascia for it to actual actually manipulate, right? So you're not releasing anything. But what the foam rolling does is, um, and, and again, like you, there's there's a term for it, but it's a mouthful. And I don't remember it off the he top of my head. He didn't use the term, whatever it is. So it's this, not like I'm going to be able term. to I'll, I'll go, I'll, It's in my laptop, which is in the car, which is not helpful right now. No. But basically the principle is this. So you can't manipulate the muscle tissue. But over time, if you manipulate the skin, this the nerve endings that connect to the skin on the opposite end of that nerve ending connects to the muscle. So if over time you continuously foam roll, you can at least create that connection between the skin and, and the muscle and um, start to soften it that way. But you're not going in there with like, let's say if you're if you're tight today and you want like a, a release on the psoas, the foam roller's not doing that for you. But it makes me feel better. Correct. And that's, I think, what's kind of important to understand. What so foam I, I passed pass the pop absolutely. quiz. <laughs> what, what foam rolling, I knew you would. What foam rolling <laughs> is and isn't. What it is, is a manipulation of the nervous system. Right. And so if you can create an extended range of motion because you feel better, which yes. is nervous things happening, nervous system yep. reactions, then yes, you can in that moment squat deeper, hinge farther, push in a, in a wider range, pull in a wider range, right. all those kinds of things. And that is really valuable. And the thing that I wanted to kind of ask you about that I was curious um, that the Hunter Fitness guy said, he's like, well, you know, if, if you can't get into a range of motion without foam rolling, then we probably shouldn't load it. And I think I, 
like that makes sense on some level like from a safety standpoint if you can't normally get there do you want to load it but also like wouldn't that be how you make that range of motion stronger and probably more accessible so i I think there's probably some happy medium between the two of like and i think he kind of hinted at this too that it's not like like you don't certainly don't want to maximally load it sure but we also know that already like you cannot physically maximally load a full range of motion yeah so it's I thought that was interesting. Um, just and, and when it, then turning it over to programming, as I've been thinking about it today and starting to work with clients implementing this new knowledge, thinking like, okay, well, if I have immediately more range of motion afterwards, then we got to make sure that we take advantage of that. So, like for instance, today one of the things I did with a couple of clients whose squat range of motion needs some work right. um, was, all right, we're going to foam roll and and do some hip mobility work, and then immediately do hey i want you to do 10 squats as deep as you can pause at the bottom for one second and pop back up right and so things like that where you're strengthening the range of motion uh not under a load uh i think is a is a good way to kind of take advantage of what foam rolling is and yeah. ultimately long term make some changes that are going to matter yeah so like it depends on how you look at loading right like i've always said that there's there's different reasons to load something there's the progressive overload which is your traditional strength training like periodization and all the other stuff let's get bigger stronger track your one rm and percentages of one rm and all those other things and then there's like the 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 corrective way the way that we always talk about which is like low whether it's a a load an external resistance or an external foam roller all it is is stimulus all Mm -hmm. it is is stimulating muscles that would otherwise be dormant right so whether we're waking up some muscles through the skin through the foam rolling or we're, we're forcing muscles to activate that would otherwise be dormant in a full range of motion squat. That's not necessarily loading that movement pattern. It's just right. waking up some muscles, that external cue that it, sometimes it's hard. If Like we always talk about that yerkes dodson curve, right? Like if mm-hmm. there's no stimulus there, then the muscles stay relaxed. Whereas if there is a stimulus, then we can create some range of motion. And right. so for instance, just real quick to interject, yeah. like that's why if you're trying to fix someone's squat form, one of the things you can actually do if the, the problem is they're leaning forward too much right. is front load them Goblet in a very squat. light way yeah. because that at least you give enough stimulus to activate the core and get that right, right motion. Right. Something just to upright remind posture. the core that, Hey, I, I need to, I need to be on here. I can't just be asleep. Um, and then the other thing is like when you're, when you're building true range of motion, true range of motion has to come with stability somewhere else in the body. So you can't like, you can't isolate ranges of motion and say, I'm going to, I'm going to work on like an active straight leg raise or this and that, like that has to come with hip extension on the other side. You know what I mean? So like I posted something today on Instagram where you're working on range of motion with hip flexion, but you're also stimulating the contralateral, um, hip extenders, right? So when you're building range of motion, it has to be integrated, not isolated. Right. And and that was another cool thing. Um, well, I guess in addition to kind of the things he said, foam rolling is not. Uh, one of the things that he did talk about that is really effective for mobility over time is cars, um, controlled articulated rotations. Yep. And so hip circles, wrists, yep. knees, elbows, everything can be taken through a full controlled range of motion and yep. getting the fluid running through those joints and the things like that. He's, he kind of described it as brushing your teeth uh, yeah. for, or except for, for your joints, the ability to actually wash some of the fluid and, and the, and the fluid obviously carries the nutrients that you've right. in, ingested through the joints. Dude, so now you're making me think like, do you remember what that fluid's called? Uh, no. Synovial fluid. 
Sure. Now, I, now that you say it, actually, that does sound familiar <laughs> and correct. I just it wasn't. It was. Uh, you just got me in pop quiz mode, so now I'm like, okay, now I'm trying to remember everything. Uh, yeah, that my brain was uh, actually with your laptop in the car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. So what? What are some of the things from like that standpoint? Getting the fluid going, getting you know, yeah, whether it's, it's just cars or what? what so, are so yeah, whatever you want. Car, cars is obviously like a good acronym for it, but like. To, to me, we talked about the, the book by Charles Duhigg, The Power of Habit. Like, mm-hmm. how do you create a cue, a routine, and a reward, right? So your cue is, I feel stiff. I feel sore. I got to get I gotta get myself warmed up and get ready for a game, get ready for a practice, get ready for a workout. What's going to be my routine? And, and it's usually some routine of foam rolling combined with some active stretches. And cars would be a, a good example of some active stretches. And then the reward of, okay, yeah, I feel better. I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? So, like, whenever we can create that, even even if it's not necessarily manipulating muscle tissue and giving you that self myofascial release per se, if it's if it's a routine and the reward is I feel like I'm re- more prepared and I'm ready to go, that's that's a win for us. So for us, like foam rolling is always at the beginning of the session because mentally it's it's letting our clients know, okay, the session is beginning now. Let's get ourselves ready to go. Right. There are worse things you can do than hey, let's uh, let's wake up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, and and so I mean, what know. would you rather do? Jumping jacks, like <laughs> right? You know, Cal- calisthenics circa nineteen ninety one gym class. I'm gonna be out there with a whistle blowing and like short right, shorts. Guys. You're basically I'll the go- guy in the uh, in Micah's video. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Give your clients a foam roller. Just clipboard. don't tell them they're doing self myofascial release because yeah. they're not. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's that's quick, but something I wanted to get to real quick. Uh, take a quick break here from Super Coffee and Momentous because they're great and talk to someone else who's great lorenzo alexander here on the train with the best podcast the train with the best podcast is powered by super coffee super coffee is not only a coffee company they are a positive energy company i'm gonna give a shout out to one of our number one listeners a guy who's been a guest on this podcast that's right that's right and he's got a big day coming up he does july 1st my boy brandon allen it's his birthday and he's been taking super coffee on tour with him his friends and fitness tour all around the dc area and what he's doing is just spreading positivity and love to some of his friends in the fitness industry in dc it's a really cool idea for his birthday and when he said hey super coffee i'm doing this can we get some coffee to help share even more positivity of course the dececo boys were like heck yeah which is dope you know why the dececo boys were so eager to get involved in this because Super Coffee just puts smiles on people's faces. It's yeah. how we start each and every morning. That's that's who they are. That's who they want to be. And it's great to be a part of a company that has that in their DNA. No doubt. And it's even better when it's 25% off. That's right. Use the code train with the best. You get your protein. You get your MCTs. You get everything you need to start your day with positive energy and knock it out of the park. The code is trained with the best. The website is drinksupercoffee.com. If you can change your energy, you can change the world. That is the key to life. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus, the very best protein that money can buy or that it couldn't buy, just at, at however you choose to acquire it. I mean, we're not suggesting you be a thief or anything, but you should definitely get Momentus. If you want metal-free protein, then that's what you should do. Yeah. What was, what was your line? Uh, if you want your protein... Let it or unleaded. Yeah. Because uh, the Clean Label Project found that most of the proteins, yeah, most, as in 70 of the top 100 brands on Amazon, had lead in them. Yeah. That's not good. You don't know one of the 30 that didn't? Momentous. It's also the only one they tested that did not have any other metals 
in it. So go to livemomentous.com. Use the code trade with the best. You can get this high quality protein, whether it's for strength recovery, endurance recovery, everyday use, plant or whey based for 20% off. The code again is train with the best. The website is livemomentous.com because if you want to train with the best, you have to recover with the best. And that's why we choose momentous. Our guest today on the Train with the Best podcast is not a guest. He's still a co-host. He forever will be. It That's is right. the one and only Lorenzo Alexander. The what's OG, up, Zoe? The OG. Yeah, what's up, fellas, man? Just uh, out here in Arizona enjoying this nice hot weather, uh, getting ready for the upcoming season, and uh, really moving into our uh, our home that will you know provide our future for me and my family after I get done with uh, playing ball. Uh how hot are we talking? You say hot weather. Hot in Arizona comes in like layers. How hot is hot? Right, right now it is. Uh, it's bearable. It's, uh, it's a nice one hundred and four. <laughs> um, so it's not bad. You know, we got a couple more degrees before it gets unbearable. But uh, right now, uh, it's nice. Man, you got you got the the winters in Buffalo and then the summers in Arizona. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yes. You got that backwards, man. I, I don't really know. Hey, you know, I just take my opportunities and roll with them. I, you know, I don't really worry about all the other stuff I can't control. So <laughs> I got you. I'm I blessed, got you. man. You know, still be able to play a game I love and then, you know, living in a place I want to live in. So can't many people say that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so rumor has it uh, from a trainer that might be sitting two and a half feet from me that you are running faster, lifting heavier than you ever have before. Are you positive this is it? And why is now the right time <laughs> when you are killing all of your workouts? Um, I think at some point you have to transition. Um, yeah, sure. But typically it's not when this, you're doing your best. Is this it? I don't know. I mean, but it's, it's not like I'm a doctor or I'm a, I'm a trainer and I'm not making some type of physical sacrifice. You know, when you play the game of football, it's so intense, you know, mentally, physically and spiritually. And not just on me, but also on my family. Uh, you know, you always have to go back and reassess. And for me, being married and having a family... I can't be always in a selfish mindset where it's, it's just about me and what I want. Yeah, sure, if I was by myself and I didn't have nobody to answer to or nobody to communicate and build a life with, would I probably continue to try to play this game? Yeah, because it's just me. But you have to think about, you know, obviously my wife, the time she puts in, the kid, my kids, you know, uh, you know, me missing games or missing recitals or not being able to pick them up or take them to school, little things like that that I think we – just as people kind of take for granted, those are things that I definitely want to participate in. And, you know, for me at this point, I've been blessed. So it's not about money um, at all. It's not about, you know, me proving myself because I've done that. So um, every year we have to sit down and kind of reevaluate, you know, what is the benefit of me continuing to play football, especially with us knowing all of uh, the physical damage I'm doing to my body, regardless how great a shape or how great I'm feeling. Um, while I'm doing it, yeah, those are all good points, man. And, and, and speaking of speaking of the fam, I know I know that you're building out a pretty nice gym over there yes, at sir. the house for for, for Mason and, and, and for Miles to get their workouts in. How's that coming along? It's coming along uh, pretty good, man. I've been uh, I've been on this uh, new app called Thumbtack, and so I got a couple of uh, handyman coming in. And uh, the first dude was slow as molasses. Great dude, <laughs> but just worked super slow. 
And so I got a new guy today, and he's uh, actually working really efficiently. So I think I'm going to stick with him to finish out the process. But uh, got the rack up, got two of the, my three mirrors up. One of the mirrors cracked in transportation. Um, so right now the, the gym is functional. Um, I, I'll be using it uh, tomorrow in my weightlifting uh, session. Uh, but I still got about a, another week and a half or so before it's uh, where I wanted it. Gotcha. And I, I know I know we're planning a trip for me to come out there and bring my tools with me and 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 get some carpentry projects in. <laughs> yeah, at some point I know we both crazy busy. So, but yeah, at some point whether it's uh, you know probably after next season where we can get yep. together and kind of hang out, bring the family out, kind of chill for a little bit. Yeah, it's my favorite is when Chris comes up. He's like, "Hey, guess what I did today?" I'm like, "I don't know, Chris. What'd you do?" Hey, I built a shelf. <laughs> I did. I built some overhead shelves for the garage. So, if you if you need that, so I already got the blueprints for all those. Oh, okay, yeah, man. Yeah, Craig ain't a homeowner yet, so uh, he doesn't understand the, the value of being able to build your own shelf because he hasn't had to try to pay somebody to do it for him. That's right. Hey, I had a, a plumber at my rent. house today to fix a, a leaky faucet, <laughs> and he called my landlord, and he made the payment, and I went, thank God exactly. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> right, exactly. See? So you don't, you don't have to worry about it quite yet, but it, it's coming sooner it's, than but, later. But at it's least coming. I appreciated the fact that that wasn't my bill. <laughs> right. uh, so I want to go – is we march towards episode 100 here and you and i were talking a couple weeks ago offline and just about a couple different things and um said you know hey we got to have you on again before episode 100 episode 97 obviously makes sense because that's the number you wore for a lot of your career so that's kind of just a fun aside here but as we march towards episode 100 like the, the i think back obviously over a lot of different conversations we've had a lot of different um things about this podcast but I also march all the way back to the beginning and, you know, think about when Chris brought up the idea like, oh, yeah, uh, maybe Lorenzo will want to do it and we'll just record it in his basement. What? <laughs> when Chris approached you right. with the idea of this podcast, like what was going through your head and, and why did you want to do it? Um, I, you know, I think it's something that I, I naturally gravitate towards. Obviously, I want to get into a, uh, a career in broadcasting when I'm done. Um, I love the game. Of, of football and just sports and how the body works and training and, and preparation and so it all it all made sense to me because it all overlapped and, and kind of worked together and obviously knowing Chris for a long time and being around you uh, I thought it'd be fun to do and uh, obviously uh, you know what we started way back then is still going strong I, I listen to, you, to the podcast quite often and uh, it's just great to see how much has grown and, and the relationships that have kind of been uh, formed um, out, out of you know just making that small decision way back way, way back when and it, it was kind of it was kind of a natural decision for for me and Zoe. it was like why don't we just talk about what we talk about all the time but we'll do it with right. craig and let him record everything you know what i mean <laughs> so that was kind yeah, of how it is craig to record it and some of his professionalism and Right, right. Wait, I'm supposed to be the professional here. That yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah if it was, are, it, yeah. Zoe, Zoe had the studio. We, we we were already talking about fitness anyway, and it was like, all right, well, let's put this thing to use. Yeah, for sure. I, I think back specifically on the episodes that we did with Yuzo, and we, obviously I think amongst the three of us, we had so many interesting conversations, different perspectives. But to me, the coolest part, and not just because it's cool to sit down with a couple of professional athletes, but just to see the respect when like a Crystal Dunn comes in and, and some of the other sit-downs oh, yeah. that we had. Is there any any of those that you really remember that stick out of, of some of the people that we sat down with that are you know in the same place in their fields as you are in yours? 
Um, I, I mean, I, I think you just mentioned her. I mean, I think Crystal Dunn, you know, somebody that's that's playing uh, soccer on the level that she is and, and, and the type of athlete she is and how dynamic and versatile um, and just really how cool of a person she was, too. You know, I think a lot of times uh, you see people with this via Twitter or, you know, you read some and you don't quite know who they are, but actually having her over to the house and getting a chance to rap with her and seeing how cool she was. Uh, she's probably one of the ones that would definitely uh, stick out um, amongst uh, some of the people that we've had on because she was in person and, and, and it was just a real fun interview to do with her. And it was different from what I'm used to, kind of hearing, um, you know, the world of, of soccer, women's soccer in particular. Uh, when you get into this broadcasting career and, and come take either mine or someone that is like me's job and you get to talk to these these athletes on a more regular basis, like what's what's the thing that you always want to know from other people that have performed at this high level? Um, I, I would I would say I, I like to know people's backstory and really what really forged that. And, you know, what, you know, whether there was their mom or dad, how they grew up. I just really want to know what what makes them who they are, um, because I think a lot of times you'll find there is a um, a centralized theme in most of them. Once you break er- everybody's story down and their foundation, and I just like to see how all that's connected, just to kind of draw on some wisdom for myself. Because I, I you know, I like to um, mentor young kids, and so to be able to pass that on from hearing other great athlete stories and be able to break it down to some, you know, pretty basic lessons to kind of help the next generation grow and be become successful. So now I'm going to steal your question. When you, if, if you were to answer that question about yourself of, of what your backstory is in relation to the thing that that's driven you to go through a career that's had all these different twists and turns from position changes to which required complete physique changes and all, all the kinds of things that you've in major injury, all that kind of stuff that you've overcome yeah. to stick with it and get to this point. Like, what's your answer to that question? Um, You know, for me, I think it's kind of morphed over the years as I've kind of grown and matured. I mean, but I think initially um, it came out of uh, a necessity to want to go to college um, and become successful. And it wasn't always about becoming a professional athlete. Uh, You know, I came up in a low-income household, single-parent household, and um, if it wasn't for – really pouring myself into my athletic abilities, um, I wouldn't have been able to go to college without trying to figure out a way to take loans out and work and really struggle to make ends meet and probably have a ton of debt coming out of school. Um, you know, a lot of it was about, you know, making my uncle proud, uh, my parents proud for all the sacrifices they did just to make sure that I had everything. But as I've grown and matured, I mean, I, you know, I'm a Christian. I think I've shared my faith many times on the, on the podcast. It really comes down to honoring God based on the gifts that he's given me. And and one of them happens to be able to play ball at a pretty high level. And uh, he's gave, given me a lot of tools. And so just trying to utilize those on a, on a day-to-day basis to really um, to, to really honor 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 God in, uh, you know, um, in so many ways. And so that's really what has driven me lately. Um, because like I said, I really don't have anything to prove to anybody else as far as whether or not do I belong in the NFL or can I continue to play at 36. Um, but it's just giving him honor for, for uh, choosing me and blessing me with the abilities that he did. And, and obviously the people that he's put in my life as well to kind of help me um, really uh, continue to grow and um, continue to excel in, in a field that many aren't able to do. 
Yeah, man, I think that's a – I mean, knowing you, Zoe, and, and getting to know you over the last however many years it's been, it's been, it's been a while. But, like, just to see that progression for, for you and also just to relate that to my life, I think, you know, this podcast really kind of started out with – my my relationship with you and and just kind of the conversations that we have and to watch you grow to watch your family grow and, and like you said in the beginning right it's not just about walking away from the game because uh you know you feel like you physically can't do it because that's obviously not the case but walking around but but walking away because you have other commitments in life and, and other things that you have to fulfill and i think that, yeah that god is calling you to to step away from the game and start to to take on a different role with the family you know be there for Miles and, and, and Mace and, and Vanessa and, and, you know, and Zoe, of course. Like, so, you know, I, to watch you do all those things then then to, to, to mirror that with what I got going on because, you know, our kids are almost the same age. I mean, it's it's, right, it's yeah. been awesome to be in this kind of, like, fellowship with you. Yeah, no, it's been great. And I, you know, I, I think you, you said it right there, fellowship, relationship is probably the most important thing that's probably come out of this thing, people that we've met, but really with each other and how it started. And just watching us each grow and, and just to see how different of a dude you are from when I met you when you was my wife's trainer right. <laughs> and to, you know, to now where we're, we're, we're more like family. And just to see that progression and all the ups and downs in betweens since then has it, it, really been, the, I think, the coolest thing um, uh, that has really happened. Well, I can't think of a better place to end it than that. I. It take me way too long to try to adequately say how much I appreciate you guys letting me record all this and uh, <laughs> be welcomed in in whatever role I am in this family. So, so you know, you always got a home here, man. We love and, you too, uh, Craig. Man, we love you too, brother. Love, love you guys for sure. Um, you know, you always got a home. If if you start getting bored once you're done playing football at the end of the year and you want to start doing pods on on whatever basis you want, just give us a call. You know where to find us. Happy to to have you whenever and. Uh, Excited to, to see this final year, man, and, and everything you're doing outside of football, always. I appreciate you guys.